Let's open up two scriptures tonight. Number one, Mark chapter 6 and the third verse. Mark chapter 6 and the third verse. Somebody read it for me please tonight. Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother of James, Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. One more scripture tonight, Acts chapter 10 and the 38th verse. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with the power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Amen. One more scripture, Psalm 110 verses 1 to 3. Psalm 110 verses 1 to 3. Psalm 110 verses 1 to 3. Somebody read it. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand Ah. till I make your enemies your footstool. Ah. The Lord shall send the rod of your strength out of Zion. Mm. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Mm. Your people shall be volunteers in the day of your power. In the beauties of holiness, from the womb of the morning, you have the dew of your youth. Hallelujah. Three scriptures tonight. To title the word, Carpenter's Anointing. Hallelujah. Past a few weeks back shared on the Carpenter's Anointing. Jesus did not start as a preacher or a teacher or an evangelist. He started his life as a carpenter. Is he not a carpenter's son? Jesus was a carpenter. Every face of your life, God takes you as a reason for the season. Hallelujah. Jesus revealed himself in the Bible as the carpenter's son. How God anointed of Jesus of Nazareth, the Holy Ghost and power, he went about doing good and healed all those who were oppressed by the devil. Because God was with him. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, the anointing of a carpenter. Oh, lift your hands and say, I want the anointing of a carpenter. Jesus could have come as a king. He could have come, hallelujah, as anything else. But he... God in his foreknowledge chose him to come as a carpenter's son. There is a reason for that. Because in Zechariah Zechariah chapter 1 verses 19 to 21 it says, And I said unto the angel that talked with me, What be these? And he answered me, These are the horns which have scattered Judah, Israel and Jerusalem. And the Lord showed me four carpenters. Then Then said I, what come to the what come these to do and he spake, he spoke saying these are the horns which have scattered judah so that no man did lift up his head but these are come to fray them to cast them up, cast out the horns of gentiles which lifted up their horn over the land of judah to scatter it hallelujah glory to god when zechariah is looking through the prophetic eyes He's seeing four carpenters. Jesus Christ in four gospels. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says these horns have come to scatter the Judah. There are things that ranks to scatter the people who praise him. There are 
Horns that is trying to scatter the church who is set apart for the glory of God. And the Bible says, how did God deal with it? He says, he raised up the carpenter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To scatter the horns of the Gentiles. There are Gentile powers. There are Gentile prayers. There are Gentile shrines that is trying to attack God's people tonight. In the name of Jesus. And under the power of his glory. And the power of his anointing be scattered. In the name of Jesus. Anointing equals to power. God has given the power of the carpenter tonight. To scatter. Hallelujah. These spirits. Why have they come? So that God's people will not lift up their head. This is a season that you're going to lift up your head. Come on. Hallelujah. There are powers of the enemy that is trying to lower your head. Discourage your head. Attack your head. Attack your thoughts. But tonight the carpenter's anointing will scatter. Hallelujah. The scatterer. Come on. Hallelujah. He will scatter the scatterer. He will send them into four directions. That has come to attack you in the name of the Lord. If you believe it, lift your hands and thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. These carpenters, the Bible says, will make us prosper. Will make us lift up our heads. Hallelujah. Amen. In verse 20th, the Bible says, He showed me four carpenters. Hallelujah. When an attack came, God did not raise up an army. He raised up carpenters. There is an anointing of a carpenter within you tonight. Through this word needs to be activated. Hallelujah. There is an anointing that is trying to come and destroy everything that is beautiful in your life. But you will say, Lord, hallelujah, because of the anointing that is within me, because of this Jesus anointing, hallelujah, let it be scattered tonight. Let it be activated tonight. The carpenter's anointing within you tonight. Let it come out, hallelujah, let it be revealed tonight. Let it be destroyed in the name of the Lord. Whether it is your family, whether it is your finances, whether it is your relationships, wherever the enemy is trying to scatter you, to break you. Hallelujah. There is an anointing of the Holy Spirit that will bring everything together tonight. Just as the carpenter bring everything together. There is an anointing that is bringing everything together. Hallelujah. Rabbi, for the glory of Jesus Christ. In the book of Isaiah, the Bible says, we are created for His glory. What is the purpose for every anointing is to, hallelujah, fulfill God's purpose in our lives. To glorify God. Hallelujah. Let that anointing be upon your life too tonight. Hallelujah. Let it be revealed because he lives in you. Hallelujah. What are the blessings of carpenters? Carpenters are into detail. They don't just take a long and, you know, just, just take a log and just hammer it and 
do things. They are into details. If you have ever built a house by the grace of God, some of you are going to build houses by the grace of God. If you are going to build houses by the grace of God, I command favor to build houses. I command favor for the land to build your own houses tonight. I command, God said, Supernatural anointing to connect your portion. Your lots are fallen in pleasant places. Oh, the fire, 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 the Hallelujah. Some of you are going to build the land, buy the land in 2023. And 2024, I believe, is going to be a year that church, many people in the church are going to have their own land, their own houses. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Rendered, rendered houses. Be gone. Hallelujah. Be of a past year, yesterday year. Hallelujah. In the new year of 2024, you will be moving out to your own decorated houses. Uh, decorated houses. Uh, in the name, God says that word decorated. I'll decorate your house uh, for the glory. Uh, come on, somebody. Rejoice in the Lord, our Savior. Oh, Oh, Jesus. Glory to God. Shout with the voice of triumph. Pray the Holy Ghost. This is not the time to be silent. If you have one house, don't be quiet. Don't be satisfied. May your 2024 see two houses. Double up. Oh, somebody receive that. I feel it. Double up. <laughs> I take that. Praise God. <laughs> They are into details. They need exact measurement. They're very specific in what to do. There is an anointing. When it operates in your life, it will give you accurate details of your life, of your work, of your business, of your future. God will give you exact plans. I believe that we as a church is stepping into that kind of accuracy and a carpenter accuracy tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. There are believers who are believers for namesake. They come on a Sunday, worship the Lord, go back home. Once in a way they minister. But there are other believers who want to plan with with the intent they have an intent in their heart to see God's glory, God's tabernacle, built in exact measurements like Moses. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Though he have built many pyramids, but he wanted to obey and honor God and to see exact measurements of, as God saw it and God visioned it. So he sought the Lord and he said, Lord, hallelujah, I want to exactly build up a ministry, build up a service in exact measurements. Every ministry has got a measurement. And that's where Holy Spirit moves. But there are other people who wants to come and do something and just go. He's come. I mean, in olden days, we used to call them Sunday Christians. Pastor said, you know, now we can't call them Sunday Christians. Now we have to pray, at least you come on Sunday. <laughs> Please come. 
But other people who tap into this grace, they move into a carpenter's anointing. People who know me know I'm very specific to, to the details with sounds and wires and even the key that he plays. You know, I'm very, very tuned to the Holy Spirit. I get irritated because my spirit inside of me get irritated if he puts a finger on the wrong. So that's a specific detail. Tonight, may you move into that. Let there be clarity. Let there be a wisdom that comes from heaven. And that you move into the anointing and the flow of the Holy Spirit. Upon tonight, every hungry person tonight. May you have an eye for detail. May your eyes be opened. Uh-huh. May your ears be opened uh-huh. for details. Ralabahos tentenias. Lemprentenio sambario sacalia. Lebaria sangenio sangolia. Ribadia rebetio namatia negetio. Lemenia sangonia singeria labatia. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Touch your eyes and say, Give me an eye for details. Give me an ear. For details. Hallelujah. If you are a minister of God's word. Pastor said you want to be accurate as a minister of God's word. How you divide the word of God. You don't want to just preach with a five message. Some people are like that. You know they think Christianity ministry means you know a five message. It's, I mean it's important to hear a message. But the message needs to be accurate. First in your heart, in your meditation, in your experience, in your action, before you could minister forth. I mean, you may not be a completely perfect, but you want to be accurate in your understanding. I mean, when it comes to living it, you might not be perfect, but if you have an accuracy inside, that accuracy will take over your life too. If you're broken inside, if you're broken pieces and don't have the word of God accurate in your heart, then it will not be accurate in your life. Ah, I hope you got that. Many people have a dysfunctional home, dysfunctional husbands, dysfunctional wives, dysfunctional spiritual children. And egos working more than God. It's because they don't have the power, the understanding, the accuracy. But they don't read the word. They still open up the Bible and first words they see, they think that's what God is speaking to them. (laughs) Come on, grow up! Some of you, when you go through the battles, you have to learn to grow through the battles. Oh, come on, somebody tonight. When you are young, you need to somehow want to go through the battles. But let there be a change tonight. Grow through the battles. Grow through the valley. Grow through the challenges. Oh, let there be an accuracy. If you have it, you will grow through it in the name of the Lord. These challenges will enable you to go through it. These challenges will make your understanding more accurate. Oh, hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, grow through the challenges. Hallelujah. Amen. When God speaks one word, don't stop there. Go dig deeper. 
Say what God is trying to speak to me. Hallelujah. If it changes you, it will change somebody else. Oh, come on somebody tonight. How do you know what you minister will change somebody else? If he has changed you, it will change somebody else. If he has not changed you, if it has not made anything to you, it is not going to make anybody. Hallelujah. Come on somebody tonight. Let there be words. Let there be accuracy. That God, hallelujah, change your life. Robaradhana kaboshia. Hallelujah. Tonight, a carpenter's anointing. I prophesy an accuracy to come into your life tonight in the name of Jesus. Jesus was the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He was the truth, the way, the life. He was the shepherd. He was the light. He was the resurrection. But he is also the greatest prophet. And he's prophesying tonight prophetically for accuracy. Hallelujah. God wants accuracy. Accurate place where we should buy the land. An accurate measurement of the kind of structure. Oh, that will glorify the name of Jesus. We give you glory. The exact measure of the land. It's all going to come. Hallelujah. God is positioned people. Go Ralabakuro Oh, Rabbi, to bring the enemy down. Hallelujah. I was telling you Psalm 110. Speaking about Zion. The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand. Till I make your enemy's footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of your strength out of Zion to rule in the midst of your enemies. Your people shall be volunteers in the day of your power. In the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning. Oh, hallelujah. 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 How many of you want to rule? Hallelujah. Rod shall send a rod of your strength out of Zion to rule in the midst of the enemies. Real ruling comes when you know the enemies are there next to you. Hallelujah. Real anointing, power show forth in the midst of haters. If you don't have any haters, if you don't have any hostile people, if you don't have people who didn't agree with you, you check yourself. Hallelujah. We are really anointed. Because anointed people have in their midst enemies. Come on. Oh, Rala Baba Shikha. Oh, Rantana Masikha Ladarasia. Why do you rule in the midst of that? Oh, hallelujah. A carpenter's anointing tonight in the midst of scatterers, in the midst of Gentiles. You are going to rule. You are going to rule in the midst of it. You are going to rule. Come on, somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Tonight, any volunteers? <laughs> God is looking for volunteers. There is a powerful word here. Hallelujah. Come on. God is looking for some volunteers. Oh, God is not looking for prophets. He is not looking for pastors. He is looking for volunteers in the day of his power. Come on. Somebody volunteer to serve him. Somebody volunteer to be in the purpose and the plan of God. Somebody said, here am I, Lord. Send me, Lord. Oh, I am ready, Lord. Oh, come on. Is there a ready heart? Is there a ready person? Is there an available person tonight? 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the woman came to the well, Jesus spoke everything about her accurately. When Nathaniel came to him, Jesus said to Nathaniel, before you came under that fig tree, I saw you. Hallelujah. Listen, great God gives you that kind of grace where you know everything accurately. Amen. Not to be proud, not to be arrogant, not to put somebody down, but to help somebody, to build somebody, to edify somebody. Amen. Tonight, whatever is scattered, separated, whether it's a blessing, the vision, hallelujah, the ministry, hallelujah, tonight, hallelujah, tonight, hallelujah, whatever is scattered away from you, I call it back into the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, God, raise up skilled carpenters over your life to bring everything together, hallelujah, there's an anointing of carpenter works tonight to bring everything, everything scattered, that pain that brought scattering brings pain, but gathering brings joy, maybe carpenters uh, gather up for you tonight in the name of God raise up volunteers to come and help you tonight in the name of Jesus we give you praise hallelujah 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 The carpenter has tools, number two. He knows how to handle those tools. He has certain gifts, certain tools. He knows how to handle it. If you are a minister, God has given you certain tools. Pastor said when he was young and started the church, how to do a wedding, how to do a breaking your bread, how to do a baptism, do marriages, administration how is communion to be taken how is the word of God miracles handled how to handle other men of God other women of God who God uses mightily you needed skill you need to know how to have the wisdom how to handle certain tools how to minister the word of God in different churches. How to minister to different groups of people. Different ethnic groups. How to handle a cultural marriage. How to handle a new generation that is rising up. How to handle an old generation. At the age of 40, feeling tired and acting like 80. (laughs) That's where, where do you have to use the hammer? You have to use the hammer. Where you need to use the spanner? You have to use the spanner. Where you have to use faith? 
you have to use faith. Where you need to use correction, you need to use correction. Where you need to use the anointing, you need to use the anointing. Where you need to bring discipline, you need to bring discipline. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Without fear. Hallelujah. Be steadfast. How we need to be consistent, we need to bring consistency. When there is need to be a battle, hallelujah, we handle a battle, sometimes you need to learn. This is the time to battle in the spirit. Handle certain delays. Amen. Glory to God. Where, where, where you need to pray, pray in tongues. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How to minister the healing through the word of God, through the laying of hands, through the authority of God's word or to their faith. Come on. Hallelujah. You need to use each tools. You need to be skillful. You need to have the wisdom. Tonight, let there be a carpenter's anointing tonight. Hallelujah. All these tools is to equip Christ's body. Hallelujah. Not to make a name for yourself. Not to shine. Not to build your little world. Not to get more likes in Instagram and YouTube. I mean, you lost the plot. I mean, we want people to watch it, but not to make a name, but to be saved. We are behind a burden, not behind a fame. We are behind the heart of God. Because God uses weapons and the devil uses weapons. You need, you have to know the difference. Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. Pulling down every stronghold. So you should know how to use different tools. If you don't have the authority in Christ, when the devil hits hard, you'll have to keep silent. Because there's no real reason. He should be doing it. And when he's doing it, you should know how to use God's word. Hallelujah. Some people are just staying so cool, playing so cool when things aren't cool. You're on the battlefield and you're acting cool. Hallelujah. Come on somebody tonight. When you are in the battle, acting cool will not help it. You need a different anointing. Amen. This anointing is given to you to bring you into a place of liberty where Jesus paid the price for. Three types of freedom. I mean, three types of blessings that came when Moses came to Egypt in the third chapter of Exodus. Number one, freedom from bondage. Number two, favor with people. Number three, Finances, blessing, financial blessing. Three F's. Freedom from bondage. Favor, Egyptians gave him gold and silver. And no lack. Hallelujah. Tonight, let there be freedom. Freedom. 
freedom. Maybe favor. 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 I don't know. Three F's God wants you to declare tonight. Freedom, favor, finances. Jesus died for all these three. So that it should be activated in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The grace of a carpenter. Of the anointing, of the gift. is needed. Jesus worked as a carpenter. You see sometimes carpenters to finish a project. You see them from more, working from morning through night. They got stamina. Not only, really, you know. I mean, some of these guys are not spiritual. They're physically strong. When this anointing works in you, you'll be physically strong. Not only spiritually. Look at Jesus. He could hang on the cross for three and a half years carrying the... On one side, you know, okay, he was spiritually strong. But look at the physical stamina of carrying the cross, then being held on the cross. He was physically strong. Not boost or compliant. He had the grace to be strong physically. Glory to God. When the anointing and grace works forth, you have the physical strength to fulfill what God asks you to fulfill. Today's people, after standing up for one hour, they have to sit for three hours. Oh, I'm tired, Pastor. I've come from a long way. Jesus was walking. He did not have a Ferrari. He was walking three and a half years. Yet, he had the physical strength. Tonight, may physical strength be activated. May every tiredness over the body leave tonight. Oh, may there be supernatural strength. May your body be vitalized in the name of Jesus. It was a realm where you were physically strong. The more you do, the more you can do. Oh, everybody said, the more I do, the more I can do. Oh, that is a realm. They plucked out his beard. He did not handle it spiritually. He had the physical strength. For us, one small headache. Why didn't you come to church today? Headache. The anointing grace will give you stamina, strength. Paul in a shipwreck. He had the strength to swim. <laughs> he didn't pray in tongues and reach the other side. He swam. He was beaten. He got up. He went. Samson with a jawbone and a donkey killed. Thousands of men, physical strength. We can hardly sit in the office for eight hours. Our back is aching. Oh, hallelujah. I have that problem sometimes. Lower back pain, upper back pain. But tonight, may you be strengthened and physically. May your bones be strengthened. May your lower back be strengthened. May your upper back be strengthened. May your legs be strengthened. May your hands be strengthened. Oh, may your head lose all kind of aches. Oh, every kind of migraines, every pain, every aches, every arthritis, every dysentery, every food poisoning, every kind of gastroenteritis. And hallelujah, glory to God. Every kind of problem, 
Leave your system. May your system be made whole. May your system run for the glory of God. Jesus would pray through climbing up the mountains all night and then he come down physically strong. We have to sit through the night, you know. We have to have three or four coffees. Look at Jesus. Early hours. Nobody to make him tea or coffee. <laughs> the apostle of India, Sadhu Sundar Singh would go to the Himalayas with just a cloth during winter, not even shoes. Look at the people who have they trapped into the physical aspect of God's anointing. Jesus would go through the boat. In Galilee, those days were very chill. But Jesus would minister the word. Eleven disciples except John were martyred. They were thrown into the lions. Thomas was tortured to death in India. Definitely the grace of God and spiritual strength was there. But they had to be physically strong too. They were not eating for omelets or taking push-ups. I mean, we have to go to gymnasts. But that's not the way, kind of strength that was needed there. There you needed a carpenter's anointing, a grace, a strength. Hallelujah. Glory to God. May you be strengthened in the inmost man. May you rule in the day of his power. May you rule out of Zion. May the rod of strength come upon you. There is an authority of strength. There is an authority of strength in the day of his power. May you receive a, a rod of strength that will rule in the midst of your enemies. Come on. Receive that rod. It's a rod. It's an authority. May you... <coughs> Hallelujah. Billy Graham had an old farm and his brother used to take care of it. The brother would see Billy Graham ministering from morning to evening and said, oh, this anybody can do. You know, you just go from meeting to meeting. Minister, look at me. I have to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and milk the cows and take care of the farm. And Billy Graham in his wisdom just did not say anything. Later, his brother came to the Lord and also became a part of the ministry. And after a few years, Billy Graham asked him, which is more challenging, taking care of the farm or taking care of the ministry? Which do you think you need more strength? He said, definitely ministry. Hallelujah. Tonight, may the grace of God build you up spiritually, emotionally, Physically, maritally, preaching is not about style. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. It is about strength. Come on. It is not about style. Hallelujah. It's not about eating. Hallelujah. Five shamarvas and standing. It is the strength to stand and to see God's people through for the glory of Jesus Christ. May you be strong tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Many people, one hour of prayer and three hours of eating. Hallelujah. Amen. There are preachers who stand up the pulpit for hours. They pray through the night. That's stamina. They fast 
pray, stand. Next point, as a carpenter, you need to be trained. You cannot be a carpenter just like that. You know what I'm saying? Just like you cannot have a correspondence course in swimming. <laughs> you cannot have a correspondence course in carpentry. Carpent being a carpenter. Hallelujah. Ministry, you cannot do that. A five point message or just a few, few hours ministry. You know what I'm saying? Can't. Be trained. First of all, you know, I was listening to my mother speak about early days of my dad. Where he would, you know, the training that he had to go after he met the Lord. You know, I was still in my mom's stomach when my dad met with the Lord uh, in 1979. I was still in my mom's stomach and he would go through those, uh, you know, at night. He'd take a few uh, black coffees and carpets. Those days, I mean, those traditional churches, the gospel hasn't come there. He would go. He would go and it's a big mountain. It's a big rock there. We call used to call Watapara. So it's a big rock. He used to keep climbing. He used to go to all those Christian houses. Those days are the poorest of the poorest of the poor. Whoever opens the door, he would go through, pray through, take a few mats, put it there, worship the Lord. I mean, minister. He did not become a preacher for the mic. He became a preacher to serve the Lord. Because he loved the Lord, God gave him the mic. <laughs> Today, many people, it's the ulta, it's the opposite way. They enter into ministry for fame and to hold the mic and for people to... No. You have to go through the training. Only then you will have a burden. Today, many people lack training. I see sometimes people in the ministry. I tell them many things. 5% of them take it. Because they don't like to go through the training. They are ambitious. And they don't want to last long in the ministry. They're just a passing phase. Anybody who is ministering tonight, let it not be a passing phase of your life and you become old and rugged, rugged, hallelujah, along the way. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Go through the training. Hallelujah. To be a carpenter, you have to go through the training. You need to be tested. You need to go through various trials. You need to go through things that you don't like to do. You need to go through obediences when you don't like it. When your ego does not call you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Help you. You have to be encouraged when you feel discouraged. You have to be in season and out season there. Working for the Lord. You have to. Real ministry is when you choose to minister. When it costs you something. Otherwise everything else is just nothing. Something has to cost you. Your time, your money. Then it's the ministry that's going to be rewarded. The nitty gritty details happens 
only when you are trained like young Timothy with Paul who walked closely with Paul today people walk distant from a pastor they come close on a Sunday no what pastor was telling me a few days back what determines your life and ministry is what you do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. Just a few days back, just three, four days back. Elisha got to walk with Elijah. Without training, there is no raining. Look at somebody and say, you don't reign in life without training. <laughs> I can hear people hardly saying it. Some people say, no, no, God will speak to me, you know, directly. Because Matthew 10, 20 says that. That is when you stand in the trial, persecuted. He said, don't over think about what you're going to speak I will give you the words in your mouth and the wisdom and none of your adversaries can contradict but if you otherwise on a daily genuine ministry you have to train you have to prepare you have to be accurate you have to go through your flesh has to dissolve in the presence of God I like what a man of God said he said your flesh need to dissolve that when you stand there there is no you IBM head said this, you know, after 19 years, the two friends met. One of them went to all the restaurants, ate all the food, ordered every pav bhaji to <laughs> bhaji pav. I mean, he ordered everything 19 years, he ate everything. From Ceylon parotta to Nul parotta. I mean, he... Live to eat. Amen. You need to eat to live. Anyway, anyway, that's another. So when they came together, he became the ustad of knowing what you will get in each restaurant. I mean, he was the guide you should have to go to restaurants. The other friend, in the same 19 years, read about 600 books. After they met, one of them was a very few small scale guide to hotels. The other one became the IBM head because he went through training. Hallelujah. Not the one who ate the idli, but the one who read the books. Hallelujah. You need to train. Training is hard. It's painful, the Bible says. If you want international ministries you need to go through painful if you want national international doors to be opened god takes you through painful situation for the harvest of righteousness to come forth hallelujah pastor years used to say you want to know true servant when you say come he'll come when you say go he'll go <laughs> And that is the servant for the centurion went for healing. Not for every any servant. Hallelujah. 
Look at Acts 6:23. Acts 6 and 2:3. Then the 12 summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of God good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. Amen. When you look at the qualities full of the holy ghost not half of the holy ghost full of the holy ghost full of faith wisdom good reputation for what for chutney and sambar which place to put chutney which place accurately you need the holy spirit Amen. to serve the bible says to serve you need all these qualities to help somebody you need the wisdom of god how much to give what to give what to do hallelujah i will mess up the entire serving somebody's chutney will be on somebody's shirt <laughs> is it all so from serving you need people of reputation accuracy full of the holy spirit look at look at the just to serve on the table look at the list of qualities i mean wow some of you should never never serve me in idli <laughs> in the olden days i used to get upset you know because you know people usually you know call every tom dick and harry into their home pastors will be the last to be invited so i said lord what is this lord happening lord not that we want to eat chicken curry and biryani but not even in the remembrance of the people who you pray fast seeking good then now i understood the lord said but they were not qualified to serve you they were not full of the holy spirit they were not full of the wisdom <laughs> glory to god please don't invite anybody we please are very busy now <laughs> job 36:11 says if they obey and serve him they shall spend their days in prosperity and years in pleasures if you serve him like that put the chairs correctly pray and worship full of the holy spirit even to be a doorkeeper in the house of the lord you need to be at least one day in the presence of god i don't even allow people who have not prayed to even open a door for the lord i would say rather i have no ushers because otherwise it will not bless them till or prosper them it will not take them to eternal destiny years in pleasure means eternal pleasures eternal directions both has to go prosperity and pleasure not one only prosperity you go back to the world only pleasure you won't have the power to fulfill your destiny you need both say so i need both i need both tonight may god's 
fill you with the grace fill you with the wisdom fill you with the anointing lift your hands say lord ha fill me lord fill me with pleasure fill me with prosperity fill me lord whatever takes to serve you lord dibadara jawadala khadagamana sambhoriyadala dibalgamana dimalgama dimanjara dumalgamana sandharadara bala sandhoriyadara biarala gohusakhabara basiyada balasiya yesu bina namathi jayamedukunu You don't have to fear to serve the Lord. Every fear to depart. Somebody asked me the other day, "Am I under attack because I am serving the Lord?" I said, "No. You are alive under attack because you are serving the Lord." <laughs> Come on, hallelujah. You are still sane because you are serving the Lord. You are still protected because you are serving the Lord and you are going to thrive and hallelujah into victory. Hallelujah. Because you are serving the Lord. Every fear to serve the Lord depart. Amen. Every condemnation to leave, oh pastor, everything that you have said that's me, but don't stay in there. <laughs> it bring you out of that miry clay put you in the rock to stay hallelujah next point every carpenter has his own space in his workshop do you have your own space in your prayer life for your prayer life bible says in jeremiah 33:3 call unto me and i'll answer you i will hallelujah take you to places that are not great i'll show you great and mighty things Another verse says I'll take you to places that you can't reach by yourself. Hallelujah. Do you have your space tonight? You never walk in the grace and anointing if you don't spend time with the Lord. You have to have the space. There is no space the Bible says. You know Jesus in the inn somebody offered him a manger a space you need to make space for jesus come on hallelujah you need to make space for jesus don't reject jesus as a deer panteth for the waters my soul longeth for you because he clings to me i will deliver him that's a spirit of prayer jabez prayed from pain when you are going through pain you have to pray Hallelujah. <coughs> Watching Shahrukh Khan may make you happy, but it will not remove the pain. He will not come. <laughs> Pastor, I was planning to go and watch Jawan tomorrow. Oh, just spend some time with prayer. <laughs> Anybody here? <laughs> don't write this as a testimony next week okay <laughs> hallelujah every carpenter has a workshop somebody said every marriage the husband works and she shops workshop ah. it's a healthy marriage 
Look at 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 to 7 when you read in the New Testament. See every carpenter, next point, every carpenter builds home. Every carpenter has, you know, they are specialized building homes. He can rebuild a home. If you give into the hand of the carpenter. When the carpenter anointing comes, first thing that you see, a building in your home. And uh, one of the couple that Bible speaks as your example, or like a foundation, or like a, for reference, is Abraham and Sarah. Because when you look at them, you find their marriage was not perfect. Abraham was not perfect. He had lying issues. Sarah was not perfect. She had controlling issues. They stood together from the Ur of Chaldeans and was living in tents, not a permanent place, rented houses, not settled from one place to another. Then a third person, Hagar, came into the marriage, a WhatsApp friend. I mean, beware of WhatsApp friends who you WhatsApp when your wife sleeps and when your husband is in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Now there is complication. There are complications like that tonight. I command a carpenter's anointing to come and fill your homes tonight. Then there was no child. They had no child. They had to wait, 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 wait. Some of the waiting is over, the Holy Spirit is saying. Oh, receive it tonight. Then once they got their own child, God asked them to surrender back to the Lord. Look at the challenges. In between, Abraham wants to go and fight for his nephew, have to leave Sarah in the tents because of this ministry. He had to raise up another 300 plus own children, spiritual children on one side. Look at a young family. I mean, look at, look at them. They started together young, young, then they went through that middle phase, waiting. And now they are old in the marriage. But the beauty of it is, they stayed together in all that. Oh, they came close. Hallelujah. By the time the promise was about to come to pass, they were still together. Come on. They were still loving. They were still anointed. They were still united. They were still under the covering of God's word. They were still, come on. Hallelujah. Are you still in marriage? Are you still in love? Are you still united? Are you still looking at the, guarding the back of one another? Are you still raising up the children together? Are you still, hallelujah, planning your life together? That is the carpenter's anointing. The trials and the valleys will bring them closer. As you step at the young age, you'll always look forward at all day, old age. You'll always look back for all the journeys that you've gone through. The middle age is the part where you kind of frustrated. But they made it through and you will make it through. Say, we will make it through. Because they had faith in God. They did not use their struggles to break their marriage. They put their faith in God. Sarah submitted to Abraham. Sarah still 
I'll submit. He's the head of the union. I'll submit to him. It's not perfect, but I'll submit to him. Because I'm a good... Bible says she was a good woman. A good mother. No matter what your challenges are tonight, let the grace of a carpenter restore, rebuild and heal your home tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Carpenters make some noise. Carpenters make noise. Under the carpenters anointing. Hallelujah. There are noise of the carpenter. When the carpenters built, there are noise. You have to learn to bear it. You have to hear him. You have to allow him. When the Holy Ghost came, the huge noise. You know, when the carpenter anointing is there, the one who God is working will, will have praise in their mouth. Come on, come on. We'll have a noise in their heart, but it will be a praise in their mouth. The shouts of victory will be in their mouth. They will advance shout. They will advance praise. They'll advance worship. Even before the breakthrough comes up. Oh, come on. Some of you advance praise for this fruitfulness, fruitful month. Advance thank him for the doors that is about to open. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I finish with this tonight. Isaiah chapter 44, 13 in the AMPC version. First we'll read, read it in the normal version, then AMPC version. The craftsman stretches out his rule. He marks one out with chalk. He fashions it with plane. He marks it out with a compass and make it like the figure of a man, according to the beauty of a man, that it may remain in the house. He draws the line. He stretched out his rule. He draws the line. Bible says God drew the line over the water saying, you cannot go further than this. To the seas and to the oceans. Just like the Bible says, carpenter draws the line. And line is drawn. Tonight, may carpenter draw a line in your life, family, ministry and says, devil, you cannot touch them. This is my work. This is my art. This is my building. This is the work of my hands. Nobody can touch them. Come on. Hallelujah. May there be a mark over our family, over the church, over the ministry, over the nation, over the city. In the name of the Lord, there be a mark of God. Maybe a mark over your future. There be a line drawn. Uh, not anymore. Not beyond this. God put a mark in Job's life and you cannot touch his life. Whatever the doctors report, he cannot penetrate into your life. It's not time to die. It's time to worship. It's time to serve. You will not die, but shall live. A line is drawn. Sickness and affliction and bondage and magic and witchcraft. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. Whatever expectations of our enemies will not come to pass. They can keep expect. Hallelujah. And the Bible says he makes it like the figure of a man. The carpenter makes it everything beautiful. 
whatever he puts it he beautifies tonight may the lord beautifies you tonight that's a that's a word that really quicken my soul may god beautify your home may god beautify a nation may god beautify a church may god beautify a ministry may god beautify your body may god beautify your spouse may god beautify your marriage may god beautify everything that you have may god beautify your children oh let there be no health issues tonight may god beautify every area of your life that is looking ugly may god beautify your messes oh come on come on come on come on may god beautify you tonight receive it tonight may the beauty of god victory by the blood of jesus amen what the beauty parlor can't do god will do it because of his presence hallelujah bible says even graceful lips he is the one who gives you graceful lips he is the one who gives you that hallelujah anointed eyes anointed features he makes you beautiful there is grace to beautify you amen There are people who only go to beautiful I mean, i'm not against it you have to always looks maximum nice but then go into the extreme of can't recognize you <laughs> don't become fake in the same way don't be a fake smile is fake heart is fake i know people are jealous sometimes but they give us fake smile just to see their just to get something done for them that moment they'll give you a fake smile a, a fake hug a fake sh- shaking of hand pretends that is when the carpenter is not sharpening your life when grace is not flowing everything is fake your words are tonight open your mouth and say i don't want to anything fake in my life i renounce fakeness in my life i want the truth of god's word the grace of jesus christ the beauty of the lord to be manifested in my life nothing artificial nothing superficial to be genuine and true before god holy spirit enable me thank you jesus tonight beautify life tonight in the name of jesus the cev version says some wood carver measures a piece of wood then draws an outline the same scripture the idol is carefully carved with each detail exact at last it looks like the person and is placed in the temple we are not idols we are owned by the lord hallelujah but let's say craftsman make an idol beautiful hallelujah he makes us our life beautiful he exact because we are the temple of the holy spirit hallelujah glory to god amen hallelujah when god beautifies his life you can be his temple hallelujah you can remain in this temple you can remain in the church as the beauty of god come on hallelujah your body become the temple hallelujah that christ can remain in you hallelujah amen it looks like a person and is placed in the temple hallelujah 
At last. At last. At last you represent him. At last you represent his work. And it's a carpenter's anointing. At last you look like the one that Christ has fashioned. Not the world. Not the world. At last you look exactly like the one that can be showcased. Tonight that's the word. May you be showcased for God's glory. May be showcased around the world as His temple, as His workmen. Workmanship, hallelujah, be upon you tonight.